8.16 and at real Donald Trump, perhaps one of the best known Twitter accounts in the world as the US president apparently loves using this particular medium, often as a policy mouthpiece. But nowadays in South Korea, politicians are turning to a different social media platform, YouTube. And I guess with YouTube, there's less of a hiding place. At least you're more exposed than Twitter, where you can craft the tweets and and hide, uh, at least take cover temporarily. You may be familiar with the cyberspace rivalry, though, between, okay, these are uh, sort of compound words, if you like, but... uh, Honka Cola and Aleleo. Um, if the medium is the message, as noted by 20th century philosopher Marshall McLuhan, what does the let trend tell us about South Korean politics these days? For further discussion, let's bring in cultural critic and Professor Ite Kwang from the School of Global Communication at Kyung Hee University. Good morning to you. Good morning. Happy in- to be here. Yeah, good. always good to have you with us. I mean, you've described YouTube, I know, as a, as a dark utopia. Why, yeah. why do you say so? Yeah, I took the term, the, um, um, the project. I did a uh, collaboration with uh, Azuma Hiroki, who, was, who is um, the famous Japanese critic. And uh, we did a kind of project in uh, two years, and then we actually ended up this kind of term to describe the world in which the technology dominated us. And uh, this technology uh, brought us actually utopia, but uh, this utopia kept uh, producing the dystopian elements, like... Uh, destruction of privacy and the fake news and uh, many actually populist, you know, the performance, something like that. So it's not a full-on dystopia, but it's not um, an untainted utopian view either. It's an interesting yeah, yeah. term. Uh, perhaps many of us live in Utopia is a but uh, dark. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> local media outlets have been noticing, though, how YouTube's turned into this stage for right. political commentators including conservative political commentators after the impeachment of ex-president Park Geun-hye. Yeah, actually, those people who once supported Park Geun-hye actually lost their portion after impeachment. That's why I think, you know, they would uh, believe YouTube is a kind of alternative media for them. That's why many um, the solid supporters to um, Park Geun-hye moved on to YouTube because they thought uh, actually established media would uh, evict them. That is exactly you know, the reason why the why they actually reason why they moved on to YouTube and that they chose the YouTube kind of alternative media to attack you know the opposite you know political party. I guess as well, this is where smartphones come into their own, isn't it? Because exactly. with with so many people of different ages here, being able to access mm-hmm. smartphones and and mm-hmm. sharing that through chatting apps, you can see how it would spread like wildfire if there's a particularly compelling video. Yeah, actually the. According to um, the statistic, um, there is kind of polarization, you know, the, among uh, YouTube users. For instance, um, the, the, the the age cover and um, covering uh, 50 to uh, 60 uh, use the YouTube more than the the, the age covering um, the 30 to 40. You know, this is actually the statistic uh, says. So uh, that's why actually people on um, the most like older generation. Uh, started to use the YouTube because they were very used to, to using um, the, the kind of social networking service like uh, the Kakao Talk and uh, all those kind of very, you know, and the private and the network which based on the kind of uh, acquaintance. That's exactly. They shared information very um, the closely and then this kind of information um, the spread up very quickly. 
research among those um, generations. This is actually, in my opinion, and the foundation of uh, such a conservative YouTube um, the provider. So there are positive elements to this, that, that this could be a reflection of, of society beyond some of the gaps that we've seen, like on age, yeah, sure. gender, or well, any number of social divisions. But what about the polarization being a negative thing, that, that this has become far too polarized and it's a reflection of social and economic divisions? Yeah, actually, the thing is that YouTube, um, YouTube, you know, the, uh, it was not actually designed for communication. It's uh, definitely um, the enjoying uh, already and uh, the enjoying uh, and the movie already given or some very private, uh, um, you know, the film uh, showed by actually the personal, the, the purpose, something like that. So uh, that's why actually the YouTube, in my opinion, YouTube uh, is not designed for that kind of communication. That's why actually the, uh, we cannot, you know, the share our political opinion with uh, those who people actually um, did not actually or uh, don't, do not and agree to actually our political position. So political position is uh, firmly based on this kind of communicative um, the relationship. But uh, YouTube actually the, does not actually rely on this kind of relationship, but rather on the make us more actually the preconceptual, conceptual and the relationship. That's that, that's why just I think I'm a little bit worried about this guy polarization will be um, the stronger once um, this kind of uh, you know the YouTube phenomena goes goes further. How worried should we be about? fake news as we've been calling it but basically the idea that through youtube people could make unsubstantiated claims without checks and balances even of traditional media which sometimes fall short of that as a standard uh, and they are being exposed to hundreds of thousands of subscribers and perhaps many millions more who are not even subscribing at least through their views being shared yeah, actually, the cause of a media circumstance today, you know, uh, we cannot uh, prevent um, the fake news, you know, mm-hmm. in advance. Or the fake news will, will come up, you know, the, by uh, any, you know, purpose. There might, there might be many purpose for entertainment, for, and, uh, you know, how can I say, sensual industry or some other, you know, the political reason. There are lots of fake news. But the thing is that... Uh, as I told you, that kind of political process, you know, to which I'm shared your political opinion with other people, this might be called a civil society. This fake news should be, uh, you know, the, um, the, 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 how can I say, just actually the, um, elaborated by uh, that kind of a civil society. But the thing is that uh, YouTube uh, was not at that kind of media which um, encouraged that kind of social civil uh, society. That is a little bit big problem because YouTube actually the, had that kind of uh, function uh, such as uh, up next and uh, actually definitely kind of a push up function and uh, the giving uh, the, this youtube and the giving uh, actually the, the stuff you enjoy and uh, continuously that means uh, once you enjoy uh, once you watch uh, any you know stuff and next youtube actually the, the recommends you the another stuff which was related to you already actually enjoyed this actually the kind of uh, up next and uh, the function in my opinion, enhance that kind of a political preconception. That's why actually the, the, the you know, the YouTube will be the, bring us kind of, you know, dark utopia about that kind of political um, the situation. And sometimes people 
portray this YouTube versus traditional media thing as as, as a kind of either or, but. I, I just feel that YouTube is just a, a almost a complementary platform, both in the sense yeah. that YouTube often shows repeats of what people have found mm-hmm. compelling on traditional television, for example, but but also how it will then take those matters and discuss them further. Do, do you do you think that YouTube is particularly powerful in that way? Yeah, I agree that actually the YouTube. Uh wouldn't, you know, and uh, replaced um, the established media and kind of, uh, you know, served as kind of, uh, you know, in my opinion, as a complementary and uh, media to uh, already existed on the media. I agree that. The thing is that, uh, you know, the way of uh, consuming that kind of media totally changed by uh, YouTube in Korea. That means that actually we uh, watch the TV, not from uh, that kind of TV station, but uh, YouTube. You know, you can watch it anytime or the, the, the TV program through the, 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 your mobile phone. This is actually totally different on the situation or condition in which the way actually, the, you know, the, on which the way actually consume the, this, the media. So right. um, it's complementary. But the thing is that the very um, the fundamental change happened because uh, it actually sticks to your way of life. You know, you actually bring uh, your mobile phone anywhere. And then you didn't, you you wouldn't actually pay attention to, on the on time you actually watching that kind of media, the the, the TV program. Just that you can uh, anytime they can access that kind of TV program. This actually changed, in my opinion, and uh, way right. of actually uh, you know the enjoying uh, actually your own lifestyle something. Professor E, we've got to leave it there. But thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. The smartphone. We're exposed to more screen time than ever. But are we? Actually, more informed. Let's get the latest traffic and weather.